welcome back to Bofa Talks. This is our first episode of season two. I'm here with my very well, very educated, very woke companion, Alejandro. Hey, what's up? Uh, this season, we're going to start narrowing down on our topics. We're thinking just one topic per episode. Uh, I say we just get right to it. Yeah, but first, what's the fact of the day? Oh, thank you for bringing it up. Let me tell you. Did you know that there were bones found in Cinnamore Island that indicated that 37 to 40 million years ago, penguins stood at a formidable six feet tall and weighed 250 pounds? (laughs) (laughs) Those guys were huge. God damn. That's crazy. There's already really huge penguins, like emperor penguins how big are they i don't know probably like five feet they're like the the happy feet ones (laughs) happy feet penguins yeah anyway today's episode we're going to be talking about ai artificial intelligence um we're going to go over the topics of like are we going to eventually create ai that you know can think and process information like humans do um if they do like are they gonna have the same rights as humans are are they even human like also we're gonna talk about the dangers of ai and what they are today hey uh alejandro why don't you hit us with the three types of ai well why don't you hit them with the definition of an ai why would you put me on the spot like that i didn't even have it (laughs) (laughs) Um, you can hear me typing because I do not know it. AI. In computer science, artificial intelligence, something called machine intelligence, is intelligence demonstrated by machines. Wow, thanks a lot, Wikipedia. That was... Oh, Wikipedia? (laughs) That that was not good. (laughs) Let's go on Webster. A branch of computer science dealing with a simulation of intelligent behavior in computers. Ooh. The capability of a machine to imitate intelligent human behavior. I think that's the one that we're looking into today. All right. Sure. Give us those three. All right. So there are three types of AIs. The first one is narrow or weak. It's usually like they're like programmed to do one specific task, such as like you see those robot vacuums. Yeah. Like the little Roombas. Yeah. They're programmed to do to vacuum the like the floor like really good yeah they're still kind of dumb (laughs) yeah that's that's why it's called weak because they're like not as smart but the second one is uh, the general and strong one and then the last one would be the super the artificial super intelligence so So, like your phone what would that fall under well i'll tell you for the narrow one so examples would be like Google, Siri, uh, manufacturing and drone robots, email spam filters, self-driving yeah. cars. Oh, those are in, those are in the middle one, the narrow. Yeah, th- no, that's the weak one. Those are the weak ones. Oh, those are weak ones. Yeah. Also, Alexa, that's the yeah. weak one. Cortana by Microsoft, that's weak. Whoa, that's crazy because they're so like they're so smart. Oh, but I guess they are just programmed to give you what you ask. Well, yeah, exactly. That makes sense. 
So the second one would be the the strong AI, the deep one. It's basically, it's the concept of a machine with general intelligence that mimics human intelligence and behaviors with the ability to learn and apply its intelligence to solve any problem. Oh, do we have any of that yet? Or I don't think we have any of that, do we? Well, I'm not seeing any examples right now. Well, it says right here, this one guy named Fujitsu built K. He built one of the fastest supercomputers, and it's one of the most notable attempts of achieving strong AI. So we attempted, but like we haven't like. Yeah, we're not a human. Wait, yeah. is that the middle one or is that the strong one? That's the middle one. Oh, both strong. The super intelligence. Yeah. So, it's basically, uh, is the hypothetical AI that doesn't just mimic or understand human intelligence and behavior. It surpasses it's, us. It's where it becomes self-aware and surpasses the capacity of human intelligence and ability. Oh, see, that's, I think that's the one that uh, I find the most interesting, right? Because the second one, which one do we fall under? I guess we, we fall in between the second one. Like, as human beings, we fall at, like... We fall, we fall in the strong AI. Yeah, we don't fall in the super intelligence one? No, nah, not, not even close. No. Nah. It's kind of it's kind of hard to think like we think we're so smart and stuff, but like there's so much of the universe and of the world that we don't even understand yet. It says it says here that they would be capable of ideas like self-preservation. Oh, like living forever. Yeah, the impact uh, what this will have on humanity, our survival, and our way of life is pure speculation. Yeah, that's that's insane. Though. I was looking at YouTube videos about that. And um, how, like, we'll eventually create machines that just self-learn. You and I were talking about this earlier. Like, what really is a brain, right? It's just, like, people people kind of think it's this, like, miracle. Like, every animal has a brain. We're just a little more advanced as a brain. But we can recreate a brain. Like, it's just neurons. And it's all hard-coded. It's nothing... But it's like about it. super complicated. It is super complicated, but I think that event, like no more than a hundred years, we'll be able to just recreate that. Yeah, I, we we haven't attempted the super intelligence because insane. Because it'll be like it it'd be the it would be so the decision making and the problem solving uh, capabilities will be far superior than than us human beings. Yeah. And the crazy have- thing is, like, we we update our phones and all that stuff, right? But, like, those computers, those AI can just update themselves every single, like, they learn and they learn more and they update themselves. And, like, it's just a never-ending cycle of just getting smarter and smarter. We'll struggle to keep up. Yeah, they'd be making, like, uh, like a lot better decision making than what we would do because we make a lot of mistakes obviously yeah human error oh yeah i i was watching a ted talk that spoke about how uh i think it was like an engineering group or something and how like how far we've come in the past two thousand years you know just learning engineering and stuff and they they got an ai and it's not even the strongest ai yet you know it's just those the middle one 
and they got it to run a program to see how fast like it would catch up to human beings and like our advancements mm-hmm. and they said that it caught up in like two hours two thousand years of like advancements it caught up in like two hours that's crazy so like, us doing mis- like committing mistakes but i mean it's also different because you know we humanity we didn't just focus on one thing we had like society we had wars and all that type of stuff that just it's i guess it wouldn't be fair to compare right mm-hmm. but yeah either this was in the same ted talk it's like we either kill ourselves as like humans you know nuclear war or pollution or uh, global warming all that stuff or we create ai that just surpasses us it really well, isn't another one well it says here that uh most researchers agree that a super intelligent AI is unlikely to exhibit human emotions like love or hate. Yeah, emotions is where it really gets gets complicated. Oh yeah. Like obviously. What are we don't even understand our own emotions. Like love, like is people argue like is love really like is it real or is it just human like evolution? trying to get two people together and procreate you know mm-hmm. it's it's insane but we know other animals have emotions as well like dogs feel sadness and like i believe all animals have emotions you think ants have emotions yeah do you maybe i don't think so yeah you don't how so i mean i guess it's really, it's really hard to like because they're know, especially especially because we like at least I, I don't know. I haven't read up on do ants have emotions, but like, how about let's I know look at that, it right now? I know that morally, like killing an ant is not the same as like killing a dog, you know, or a person. We're all creatures, but some have more worth than others to us. Well, it says here that ants still have complex emotions such as love, anger, or empathy, but they do approach things they find pleasant and avoid the unpleasant. Yeah, so it's just like human. It, I mean, it's just like nature and evolution trying to keep them alive. Oh, well, yeah. But I wonder. I wonder what's the difference between. I think that's called being sentient, right? So if you're a sentient being, you feel love. You have like thoughts about others. Like elephants are insanely intelligent, and they like they're a really good example of like love and stuff. Oh yeah. Because when when a when an elephant dies, like the rest of the herd goes back like every year to look at its at its it's like at the cemetery mm-hmm. and they like they like they like cry and stuff i've seen like pictures it's so sad <laughs> but it's like how can you say that those those creatures aren't you know feeling emotions yeah but i mean if nature could make it who's to say we can't make it like we have scans of the brain we're gonna get smarter and smarter Hopefully and we can we can figure out how to make emotions. Imagine. I think it's possible. Also, ethically, like it's the same thing with the ants. Like we don't mind killing an ant because they're just they're ants. Like you know, if we can avoid stepping on them, we would. We will, but like it's an ant. Who cares? Right? So if this super machine gets so intelligent that it doesn't even see us as like humans it doesn't see us as anything worth to it it could just like kill us and it won't care we're nothing to it 
Have you seen RoboCop? RoboCop? Uh, I saw the new one. The the most like recent one. Yeah, the most recent one. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that one. It was years ago though. Yeah, no, it was so long ago. And like I know, I... they only had Wait, his head and his lungs. I think his heart. That's it. Yeah. But I mean, if you think about it, like, are you really? I mean, not right now, but I'm sure as like our medical advancements, as our like our stuff advances, don't we at all? Don't we really just need our brains? Like our I'm, brains is what is what thinks and it processes things. The rest of the body is just keeping us moving, alive. <laughs> yeah, but like our head is the one doing all the decisions. And haven't we had a successful head transplants? I believe so. Right. So if if we could actually, yeah, don't quote me. I'm not sure. Let me let me Google that. But if we if we have like clearly, it's all in our head. Are there successful brain transplants? Yeah, there are. But world's first head transplant. Jeez, imagine how how long did that take? I have no idea. Let me see. But like that, also it always it always our conversations always bring me back to this. Doesn't that also kind of hint that maybe the simulation thing <laughs> is possible? Simulation. Right, if we're just a head, can't we just be a head in a beaker and just, it's being fed thoughts? Like, we really aren't anything but a, but a brain. <laughs> but a brain. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's true. And it's so crazy because, like, we have morals, we have thoughts. To emotions. Be conscious, I've heard, yeah, emotions. To be conscious, I've heard it's having thoughts about your thoughts. So, like, we're conscious, but at the same time, we also feel, like, the evolutionary effects that, like, humans have had, like, having the feeling to procreate, like, to love and, like, to be social with, like, other people, you know, we're social animals. Like, it's crazy to see how we've grown as a species, but we still have that, like, homo sapiens. Homo sapiens. <laughs> That's a human, but, like, you know, you know what I'm getting at. I think, I think like, it's a monkey. No, Homo sapiens are human. <laughs> homo, I think Homo erectus came before us. Anyway, so AI, yeah, I, I think it'll eventually get to us, get to our level, or we'll create it to our level. I don't, I don't think we'll, we'll, I don't think right now we're even close to making a super intelligent AI. Yeah, but I mean. What do you think is keeping us back? Our decision making. Elaborate. Like, <laughs> it'd be hard to like make like correct and right decision making. Like, no one's perfect, mm-hmm. and you're trying to make a robot that's going to be perfect in decision making and rational problems. I don't think that works. I, mean, I kind of have to disagree with you there because I mean I don't know if I'm disagreeing with you, but. I think what we're trying to do is make something that's not perfect because that's kind of what human being a human is, right? Like if we wanted something perfect, we would just get Google, but we have imperfect thoughts and imperfect actions that we do. So isn't that kind of what being a human is? Yeah, but the super intelligent is going beyond like being human. 
like is going to be superior than human being. That's what they're trying to yeah. do. Well, I mean, yeah, I think we're kind of speaking on two things, like making AI that's equal to humans and then making AI that's beyond. Oh, the one but that's think, equal to humans is the is the middle one. Yeah, so we could create a robot that thinks like us, but then that's like that's like one skip away, one hop and a skip away from just being sentient and like updating itself, right? That once we create AI that thinks like a human, that's just kind of like about to create a super intelligence. It's just a step forward. Yeah. That's crazy. Because like why haven't humans become like super intelligent? You know, like we are we're kind of the, the limit. Because we always make mistakes. Yeah, but we set we set our ourselves as the limit. You know, it's like this is us, everything else is behind us, and then whatever passes us is super intelligence. So like if aliens came in, like are they gonna be super intelligent? I mean, they'd be like, Oh look, these humans are so dumb. Yeah. Cause like it's hard to think, like, as much as we've grown and become, we still don't know. Yeah, I don't. But, I, mean, I don't that's... think our brain can hold that much information, unlike a robot. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think our brain can hold a bunch of information. Like the thing about our brain is that, like it's it's programmed itself to keep in important stuff and just throw out anything that we don't need. You know? Oh yeah. So just our important things that we care about and we love and we like like to learn about is what's in our brain. The rest is out, and I feel like robots can just keep everything. Yeah, like memory. Like we remember how to swim, we remember how to write, we remember how to read. Have Have you seen the movie Artificial Intelligence? No, but I was I was looking at it right now, and it popped up. Yeah, that movie. It's so sad. It's like three hours long, but it's I. If anyone, for everyone listening, I highly recommend this movie because it's one. Like if you really like sad movies and you really like getting into that <laughs> stuff, that's really good. But if you like to like like movies that kind of make you think this is really good because it's it's about a kid okay it's about a family like this a guy and a wife who lose their their kid like as paralyzed or something and it's really far in the future so they just came out with the first like robot child right and it's 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 sentient it's it thinks it has its own thoughts and stuff uh it's almost it's almost like human but like Chappie. The whole <laughs> No, but this this looks like a kid. Oh, okay, I get you. The whole the whole I guess the whole moral of the story is like we can can we learn to love robots, right? Like we can program a robot to love us. Cause in the movie The Kid, once you got him, you just like you did this uh this like little code thing, you switch you flip the switch and he instantly started loving you. Like you're you were his mom now and like he loved you. But he, like, genuinely loved you. Like, I think in, in this future, we really did, like, figure out love. But the mom just couldn't love him back. Like, it's a robot. How can you love something like that back, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like loving your computer back. It's, like, it's just not the same as having a kid. And then eventually their kid, like, heals and he comes back. So the lady, like, throws the kid out. And he he leaves him in the middle of the woods. The robot kid. Damn. And like it's just it's just really sad because he like 
he misses his mom and he's like trying to get back to her. It's just, it's super sad. But it, it really makes you think like, can we ever really love robots? I mean, I guess we can, but like not robots like that. Like like as a kid robot? No. I'm not sure. It'll, it'll take like a lot of thinking and stuff. Convincing people to be like, yeah, this is also a human. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, if they, if we create robots, right? Let's say in a perfect universe, or not perfect, but perfect that they don't destroy us. In a perfect universe where we create he- robots equal to us, do we give them rights? Do we give them the same rights that human beings have? That's insane. Like, yeah, like really think about it. Like, they can do the same thing you can, but they're not. They're not human, but. They have the same thoughts. They have the same, like, motions. They have this, everything. But they're just made out of metals, and you're not. Algorithms and metals. I guess, like, brains. what's really trippy is, what really is a human? Like, like as a species, we know. But, like, in your conscious level, what really, what really makes you up? Is it, like, your personality? What really is your personality? Like, it's just things that you like and you don't like. But what makes... What, what makes you like some things and what makes you not like some things? Is it all in your genetic code or is it things that you learn? Like, what is it, you know? Yeah. We're, we're either nothing but animals or we're just beyond everything of comprehension. Like, it's just really hard to find a spot for us. <laughs> but if we can make a real steal... <laughs> still <laughs> fighting robots nah we'll we'll make fighting. a chappy we'll make a chappy i i don't remember chappy what was that about okay so like there's this engineer and scientist oh whoa, whoa, whoa before that before that so it was like far in the future so they made these robots that are programmed to like help the police department kill the bad guys oh so like they they protect the human beings the human police officers yeah. So they would shoot the bad guys, and they wouldn't take any damage. Are they racist? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so this one scientist and engineer had this idea of making a robot with the human brain. Not like literally, but like, like, but like taking the concept of a human yeah. brain and putting it into a robot. Oh. So he, they didn't allow him. But he went on, like, somewhere secret, and he did it. So he made this robot. His name was Shappy. He had, like, a child brain. So, but then he got taken away by a couple of bad guys. And so they started, like, making him, like, they, they grew up. Well, I don't know how to explain it. They, like, raised him? They raised him, yeah. They, they raised him. They raised him to, like, shoot cops and, like, be one of them. Because they were gangsters. Yeah. So, like, they, they taught him how to, like, hold a, hold a gun. They taught him how to use a knife. But he's, like, a, a child brain? Yeah. He's still a child. Well, with, oh. like, quote-unquote child. Yeah. Yeah. So, they raised him and stuff. But he still had, like, the concept of a human brain. So, mm. that's that's basically the movie. And then, at the end, he just, like, well, I don't want to spoil it, but, like, it came out like ten years it came ago. Out, yeah, but at fun. the end, he like comes back with his creator, and they like start talking, and it gets all like emotional and stuff. Aww. 
It's pretty. I, I it's remember pretty watching. I, I remember some scenes. I don't remember like the whole thing though. Yeah, it kind of made it kind of made me sad. That's kind of because like because it's like there's also yeah, this ahead. woman that was also a gangster that like helped, that like raised them like tried to raise them right like in some way yeah. in little way. So she had like feelings for him, and Chappie also had like these little feelings for her. So yeah. like when she she died. And so, like, oh. Chappie got all, like, emotional and stuff. Yeah. He was, he was like, oh, no. Like, oh. I'm, <laughs> and he was like, oh, I'm going to bring you back. And so, like, he programmed, like, he took her human brain and programmed it into, like, a little memory card or chip. And then he yeah. went back to, like, a factory. And he input that chip into a robot. Oh, and then he brought her back? Yeah. That's kind of insane. Like, we can actually eventually do that, you know. That's that's, that's way I mean, too complex. I don't, about, I don't I don't know about downloading your your brain, but I mean like maybe getting your head and putting it like RoboCop and putting it in a robo robo body. <laughs> robo body. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm underselling like how hard it really is to, um, like you know a lot. Like your nervous system and everything that goes into your muscles and like every little thing that connects your brain to your body. But like if we could do a head transplant successfully, <laughs> I think we can do we could do a whole body like robot. And then then that kind of goes to like the thought of can we live forever? Like if it's our body degrading and our brain we can keep it healthy, like can we live forever? Man, we're not we're not that smart yet. <laughs> I know. I mean, I mean, it's just kind of fun talking about it, right? Because like, we could yeah. start looking more into those type of things. And I mean, we still have a whole career after this. Get into. Imagine putting your brain in a drone. <laughs> <laughs> you start flying. <laughs> that would be pretty sick. I'm gonna put my brain into the McDonald's ice cream machine. Just... <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> I'll be a, you know those, you know those on Instagram, those smart toasters that people are showing off. What is a smart toaster? It's a, it's just a toaster that has like a screen on it, and you like, you choose what you want to toast. So it has like the option for like a pop tart or like a bagel. Just get a regular Peach. toaster, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my brain into a Samsung fridge. <laughs> you like pull, you open Imagine. the fridge in my head my, my face just like appears on the screen like, hey what you want <laughs> I'm gonna you, know, you spoil all your milk <laughs> what? <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of getting into the um, the security thing right I think it's like super dangerous what we're getting into that we're making everything like connected to the internet Oh yeah, because that's like connecting everything to the internet. It's just like Alexa. It's like leaving your house door open, and it's just like, yeah, anyone come in, you know. Mm-hmm. Leaving your gate open. It's just like you're really putting everything that you own up into the into the cloud, you know, where anyone. Well, I don't want anyone, but like really good hackers and stuff can like get into your things. Because eventually, like. 
you know how people want to put uh, chips into your brain what yeah there's like i don't know i, I think elon must spoke on it but i don't know if it's him who he wants to do it but it's uh you basically just input a chip into your brain and it like helps you with like thinking and i think it might help you with uh with um mental disorders and stuff man elon musk is just a different breed man <laughs> like, oh, <that'd> be fun. <laughs> you know to mars <laughs> you know if we take the human brain <laughs> shut up bro <laughs> like there's really uh i think it's like austin something and they make like i know on instagram these come up a couple times they're just like these robot dogs robot dogs you know what i'm talking about yeah they just like they put they they make these like crazy dogs. Robo Raptor. Is that is that what it is? <laughs> no, it's just a toy. He just made it's that just, up. No, it's huh? just a robot oh. toy. Oh, I know what you're talking about the little white dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> you think we could recreate like a dog as a robot? I was thinking the other day, like, what if you can make a robot that mimics exactly how an animal moves? Have you have you seen um I don't know what show it's on. I see it on Instagram that everything I get is on Instagram. <laughs> wow. It's it's good source. Reliable source. Reliable, <laughs> reliable source. sources. No, it's just like a video of these scientists who put like a they, they do a bunch, but the last one I saw was like a baby monkey. And it's just like a robot it it just has a camera and it just moves like a monkey. Mm-hmm. But they put it down, and like the monkey, the real monkeys come up to it, and it's like, "Oh, yo, what's this?" Oh yeah, I've, I've and seen then you that. Just play with it. Yeah, but I mean, that's not really recreating cute like animal movements. That'd be pretty sick, though. Yeah, we could just make a different animal. <laughs> make a different like a, animal. Like a Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, Jurassic Park. <laughs> Yeah, no, that that'd be pretty awesome. We already we already do a lot of like genetic coding and stuff. Have you seen like the chickens with teeth and stuff on? Chickens with teeth. Yeah, look it up. Chickens with teeth. It's just chickens don't have teeth. Chickens huh? with teeth. No, they just have gums. They can. Yeah, yeah, they just have a beak. Chickens with teeth. Yeah, it's not human teeth. It's just like. Hey, are they like sharks? It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, images. Oh, what the? What is that? <laughs> so people, scientists just go into their genetic code and then they just grab genes from like dinosaurs that had teeth and then put it into theirs. What about a rooster? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's insane. Like what they can do. So I, I think I think eventually, like it's just we don't have a limit, you know. No, we don't. Like the only thing, the only thing that, like as as a species, as humans, like I guess once we die, like, that's it. <laughs> but as a species, like I don't see us stopping anywhere if we don't kill ourselves. Uh, no limit. But once we once we become like an inter inter. Uh, not galactically, interstellar. Interstellar. I don't know. And once we move, once we move into our own solar system, like to Mars, and then we terraform it there, then we're basically set for life. Like, because we destroy our, our planet, 
If we destroy a planet, then I mean, like, as a species, we're chilling because there are more people on Mars, you know? Have like a colony over there. Is that even possible? Yeah, I mean, they're already planning on uh, doing a little habitat. I think in like five years. Guess who? But we need some. We need some <laughs> atmospheres. Elon Musk. Guess. That <laughs> <laughs> fool. That fool crazy. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's him. Why should you just be spitting pure lies this entire podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Thinking that I'm that I'm um, right. Elon Musk, Mars colony. I'm pretty sure though that they're trying to do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, they are. Yeah, tripping. But don't we need, like, some a type of atmosphere at Mars? Yeah, we got to terraform it. So, like, let's say we moved right now. Um, Since we don't have an atmosphere, the radiation of the sun would, like, kill us. Kill us in, yeah, <laughs> we'd be done. Minutes. So, so what we would do, the spacesuits protect us for a couple of hours, I think. And then you just make your colony... Like you make your little your little house, and then you bury it underground with a bunch a bunch of dirt, and then you're chilling there. But even that doesn't protect you. Like after a couple of years, you you still get like radiation. Let's just be ants. <laughs> Cockroaches. Cockroaches don't die with radiation. <laughs> Those are the only creatures that are gonna survive. No, because it's like people people like to see talk. I see the bad part about humanity, but like, once you go into the science field, there's so many great things that, we like, that we're learning. Damn, the cops are outside. They're about to get. Uh, bad head, bad head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll just wait it out. Anyway, um, yeah, once we once we move into a different um, planet, it's a wrap. We're, we're, we're set for life. We're not even gonna be alive when that happens. We're not, but actually, I don't know. I, I mean, live, people living on Mars, I think we are for sure. Probably like a group of people. Yeah, but not like a whole. Obviously city. not. I don't know. What if we get to transplant our heads into robots <laughs> and just move to Mars? <laughs> just we don't even need oxygen. Just fly. We just fly just there. Fly there. <laughs> and, okay. Imagine how scary it would be to just drift into space. That's that's scary. Like the, the void, just infinite, infinite, infinite. Because you can't like swim. You're just there. Yeah, like there's no have, gravity. Yeah, you can't you can't swim. You can't guide yourself anywhere because like you can't really orientate yourself because there's nothing to push off against. Yeah, the more you push off of something, like the more you're gonna struggle and stay still. Yeah. Yeah, no, once you're once you're drifting, I you're gone. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, unless you start orbiting like Jupiter. <laughs> yeah, no, freaking space travel is so interesting now. And like the what well, what we would have to do is like make a a base on the moon, and then launch our rockets from there, because it takes a lot more fuel to launch from earth than from the moon because of the gravitational pull uh, i think we should just make a an elevator yeah or a slingshot <laughs> have you seen that a slingshot it's just like yeah it's just like a a giant stick that goes up into the atmosphere 
and with the earth spinning like once it's at a certain point you let go and it just launches but that will create so much g-force yeah, just, just freaking your body's gonna be <laughs> sunk into the freaking ground and i don't know how you're gonna balance a giant tower like that's that. so much pressure on you yeah. that's why we're not able to discover uh, the depths of the sea no but if you're it's there, there's no g-forces in space is there let me look that up. let's look that up because if you're if no you're, on earth when you, you're getting launched no when you get launched from earth and then you go into yeah the but space. you're like let's say you're on that slingshot thing is this a giant tower that goes up into the atmosphere like what if you're already in space I mean, like when you go so high up here in space. Man, let, let, let me look how far is space from the Earth, bro. The distance. It's like a, I think it's a couple miles. Oh, a couple? Like four? Oh, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like two or three. <laughs> to space. It's how far is the that? shortest distance between Earth and space is about sixty-two miles. Oh, just a couple. No, nah, just a couple. You're right. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I don't know. Well, I don't know what video I saw, but it was um, it was that. It was like, you know what? I'm gonna Google it. Cause G um, G force is created when gravity is pushing down, and then yeah. you're trying to go up a certain velocity. And wouldn't air resistance also like push up against you, and you feel that too? Oh, yeah. So then it's like a bunch of forces. Let me see. Um. Earth slingshot space travel. <laughs> Sai got me messed up. It says on Friday. What is? Oh, this is talking about what the heck? An SUV will slingshot around Earth's south pole. What? Oh, a spacecraft the size of an SUV. Oh, that's it. Okay, I can't find it, but. I guess the theory is just using because like people use this in space, and by people I mean The Martian, <laughs> the movie The Martian, <laughs> where uh, I don't know if you've seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've seen that a couple times. Yeah, they left that one guy on Mars, and they were already on their way back when they found out he was still alive. So what they did is they used Earth's gravity as a slingshot to get like they just went around it, and got pushed right back out. So they don't have to use their fuel. They just use the natural you know, gravitational pull of the Earth. <laughs> it's pretty sick, like, what you get to do and stuff. Man, I think I'm going to start wrapping this podcast up. Uh, no. Go make me a sandwich. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I made an awesome quesadilla, but I'll tell you about that after. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you for listening to our first episode of season two, Both the Talks. Remastered. Thank you for all 104. It's all remastered. Nah, I'm not naming that. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for uh, tuning in. I think next week, uh, I won't tell you who it is. Okay, it's very it's special. You guys don't know him, though, but he's pretty, he's pretty sick. Thank you for listening. Uh, peace out. Uh, TJ on the beat. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> TJ on the beat.